This is Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. So the unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Let's jump right in. What's up, everybody? Are you sick and tired of your life? Uh, the routine of your life's driving you crazy. You feel like you're stuck. I know exactly what that feels like. I felt that so many times in my life. Um, you, I believe in divine appointments, and I, I think you clicked on this video because um, you're supposed to hear what you're about to hear today. So uh, just right off the jump, I want you to make a commitment that you are going to yield to this opportunity. You're gonna surrender in this moment, and you're just gonna stay on this video to listen. Um, come on, people are joining in right now. So drop a comment, let me know where you're watching from. My name's Mike Signorelli, so welcome back for all, the, all of you who are returning. Um, but I wanna just start with two things, okay? Number one is the best time to start is literally right now. And so you did not like waste uh, your life. God will take every single season you've been through um, and he'll actually make meaning out of that mess. He will make purpose out of that pain. But the best time to start is right now. So if you've been delaying something, maybe this is your sign to stop delaying, stop pushing it off. And then number two, and this is major, you've got to make up your mind that you're going to physically write it down. So whatever that vision is, you've got to write it down. It becomes more real when you write it down. If this is helping you already, drop a comment. Let me know that this is helping you. Um, I've got visions that I've written down in journals when I was 17 years old that I have seen God match and exceed the things that I wrote down. So there's just something about saying today's the best day to start. I'm not going to be mad about procrastinating yesterday. I'm not gonna be mad about how I screwed up in the past. I'm gonna to start today. He makes his mercies new every single day. And then I'm gonna write it down. Um, okay, so I'm gonna drop some more wisdom, but I've got two guests today. You guys are in for a treat. Um, so if, if just the last like two seconds helped you, make sure you share this broadcast, tag a couple of your friends who wanna discover their purpose because that's why we're on this live today. And um, hit that share button, help somebody out. Drop, um, drop a comment. Come on, I see you guys joining in right now. Let me know where you're watching from in the world. It's good to see so many f familiar names in the comments. Um, why don't you guys help me welcome my guests right now? We're about to drop some fire. This is gonna be a game-changing uh, live stream for you today. If you're watching on the rebroadcast, like still, God is going to use this in a powerful way. Um, first, we got Mary. What's going on, Mary? Hey. Where are you at in the world right now? I'm actually in New York, so I, I'm planted right here in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is a roaring mama. Many, many of you guys know Mary. Uh, she's, I don't know, man, you do it all. You're like a triple threat. She can preach. <laughs> she can sing. She, I, you probably could dance. I don't know what else. You, act. <laughs> you probably could act. I, I used to dance one time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yes. I knew it. All right, everybody, help me welcome Brandis Daniel. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm so honored. You are a founder, CEO, like a boss lady. Um, <laughs> there's so much anointing on this broadcast already. And I know that we've got hundreds of people joining in right now. So um, here's what I want to do. I want to jump right into it. I don't, I don't want to waste any time. Um, Brandis, why don't you just give a quick intro like, um, you know, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but where are you at in life right now? Like, what are you up to? I am live from Brooklyn, New York right now. I'm working out of my office. 
uh, working on a designer retreat this week that we have going on with Nike and, um, and all kind of other projects as well. So busy, I love but, it. but really good, good stuff. Yeah. Come on. Life full of purpose. So, you know, there's somebody watching right now who's like, okay, she's working with Nike. Like I'm at home with the kids, single mom, welfare. I feel stuck. Like I was raised by a single mom, you know, five, I'm the oldest of five kids. We were a food stamp family. Now I lead a multinational organization. I lead four other companies and I know what it's like to hear these broadcasts. And sometimes it's, it's more like paralyzing than it is actually, um, inspiring, you know? So what would you say to somebody like, how did you start your journey? You know, like yeah. what, what was that moment where you were like, I, I feel purpose on the inside of me and I'm going to start today. Yeah. First of all, I don't want this broadcast to be anything but inspiring for whoever is watching. Come on. If you're at home and you with the kids and you're not in your purpose right now, I want to say, I know exactly where you are. I've been there. I was working part-time at Brooks Brothers in a mall, folding up clothes and selling clothes, and then working part-time filing papers for AT&T. So I understand. And that was when a point in which I knew what I was meant to be doing. I even had a college degree and still just felt stuck. And that moment for me was probably one of the hardest moments I've ever had. Um, I look back now and realize that I was definitely going through a depression at mm. that time. And it was really heavy. You know, I would listen to um, Yolanda Adams, uh, Mountain High, that CD over. Even now, if I hear it, I go back yeah. to that moment. Like I could feel that wow. moment emotionally. So, you know, but it's there's still purpose for everyone who's on here. And I knew that there was still purpose for me, even in that moment, I just wasn't getting a breakthrough. I was sending resumes mm. out, nobody mm. was answering. I was trying to get an interview, no one was giving me an interview. Uh, and it was really tough because I was the only one in my family who kind of wanted to do something in the arts field. So, mm. you know, there wasn't like, somebody could call someone and get me a job. There was none of that, right? And so what happened for me was I was actually on the floor, on my knees, not praying. I was on my knees filing papers <laughs> at this office. And there was this guy, his name is O.C. Body, who walked up to me and said, Brandis, what are you supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And at that moment, he saw something in me uh, when it was hard for me to even see something in myself. And I said, I'm supposed to be working in fashion. I know that. I just don't know how to get a job in fashion. I've sent my resume to this place like four times and I've gotten no call back. Mm. And I really feel like he was an angel for me at that moment because there was no reason. He was like an engineer. There was no reason for him wow. to come to a therapist who was on the floor filing papers and say, what are you supposed to be doing from a purpose perspective? And he helped me get my resume together. And that resume helped me to um, get a job, my first real job in fashion. And so that, that was kind of like, that helped to put me on my path. Wow. You know what I loved about what you said, by the way, this is so rich. We're only a few minutes in and I just, I feel like there's such a heaviness. There's a weight on your words because you're speaking from a place of impartation like this is who you are 
And I think there's a lot of influencers and people that they they have these sound bites and they it sounds good, but there's no weight on it, you know, because they're just repeating something someone else said. But I feel the impartation through your experience. But I love what you said, like God sent someone to you to confirm. And so you need right now, we may be that person for you if you're watching live right now and you shouldn't even be on this broadcast. You shouldn't be watching this video, but there's something that's inside of you that's bearing witness with what she said. And then number two, you said you need a song. And I, I think like sometimes like when you said that, I was thinking about for me in the late 90s, it was um, No Weapon by Fred Hammond. Oh, yeah. I, it was like, in my mind, I was Fred. I was like, no, you know, <laughs> and, but, but you know what? I would crank that song and just say, this is my song for this season. And I, I'm going to worship my way through it. God would send prophetic confirmation over and over. But then the last thing you said is you, you made a declaration. And I loved it when you said, I'm supposed to be in fashion. And that, that's a hard thing. When you make a declaration that is the opposite of what your, your situation looks like, you'll feel like foolish. Like I'm down on my knees filing paperwork, but I'm supposed to be. And so why don't you guys drop in the comments right now what you're supposed to be doing? Make some declarations. I want to see the, like how many um, Brandises we have in the comments right now. Like drop a comment and, and say, I'm supposed to be. What are you supposed to be doing? I want to see that. So then what happened after that breakthrough moment? So God sent somebody to confirm. You made a declaration. You had your song. You're worshiping your way through it. And then what happened? So then I got a job um, for a buying office that was based in the city. It wasn't the job I wanted, but I had I knew where I would go if I just got in the door. I just yeah. said, I just need to get my foot in the door if it's being a janitor, if it's working. <laughs> as a receptionist. These are real words I said out loud. Wow. I just, I need to get my foot. If I just get my foot in the door, I'll, I'll get to where I'm supposed to be. So I got my foot in the door in allocations mm -hmm. and I wanted to really be in buying. And so while I was there, I asked, it, I spent like a year just doing allocations and learning that. And then I asked if I could come in earlier and work later doing mm -hmm. buying. Work. And so I had to get the sign offs of like my boss, my boss's boss, and then the lady who was overbuying. And because of that, when one of her assistant buyers quit, she fought for me to be one of her assistant buyers. So that was my first time like getting into a role that I actually wanted to be in. And then after that, it was really about, you know, I wanted to move to New York. I, I knew there was something here for me. I didn't know what it was, but I was living in Memphis. I should say that I was mm -hmm. in Memphis, Tennessee, which is where I'm from. And I just knew I was supposed to, to, to be here. And so on my 25th birthday, uh, me and my friends came to New York to visit for the first time, because if I can be really honest, the city was scary. It was intimidating. Yeah. It caused so much fear for me. It was like, people were like, you want to move where? Like, why would you go there? You know, it, it wasn't like the easiest for me. And then it was like, how in the world am I going to afford to live, afford to live in New York City? Where am I going to stay? How, like, it was all these questions. But what I had to do was keep showing up in New York. <laughs> and so yeah. twice a year, I would come here and visit. Came here the first time when I was 25. I would come twice a year just to get rid of the intimidation and the fear that I felt. I really needed to 
face it. And I felt like, you know, I, I, sometimes we're like, I don't really believe that faith is just believing. Faith is an action. You have to yeah, put yourself in the place yeah. that you want to be. And I've done that over and over again where I'm like, okay, God, I'm believing you for this, but I have to do something too, right? Like I have yeah. to step into the city. I have to feel it. I have to, you know, keep moving forward um, even in things that brings up fear for me. So that was, that was what I did. And then I eventually got an opportunity to move to New York and that's a long story, but I got the opportunity to move to New York and, um, and then I started, you know, working in production. So that was kind of like my next step, but I moved here with only a place to live for two weeks. I moved here with two duffel bags and a suitcase and found my apartment the first day I moved here. And so again, right, it's about, my life has been a series of cliff jumps. That's what I call them. It's like, yeah. that's my step of faith. It's like, I got a cliff jump in order to, I don't know. It's like, that's what God has required for me and my yeah. life, right? And every time I've cliff jumped, I've had to trust that he would provide a safe landing. And he yeah. has every single time. That's so powerful. Well, listen, I came from Indiana. And, and so you were in Memphis. I was in Indiana. I kept telling everybody I'm moving to New York City. And they, they also thought I was crazy. And, you know, first they think you're crazy. And then when it works, they think you're a genius. And I always, <laughs> I always tell people when, you, when you're two steps ahead of people, you're their leader. But when you're 10 steps ahead, you're their martyr. And so sometimes your dream can be so far ahead of where other people are at that they'll martyr you for it. They'll talk about you, they'll gossip, you know, they'll, they'll think you, you lost your mind, but you see something. And I always tell people, you are kind of like speaking the same language, like, but I always say, this is the Indiana version of it, that God doesn't bless your butt prints, he blesses your footprint. <laughs> so like, you gotta walk that thing out, man. Like, and so for me, I tell people I'm like the Forrest Gump of, of ministry because I just keep running and, and I just keep showing up. And I and so I've seen God just bless action, you know, like the faith connected to to actually walking it out. So, Mary, you know, one of the things I love about you, Mary, is you you're one of those people that just you do it like you don't talk about it. You do it. And that makes people dangerous. Like when you actually do it. <laughs> that you're going to do, you're dangerous, you know? Um, so you, you have something that you're doing this weekend. And to, like, tell everybody about that because there's many people watching who may not know. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. Um, so this weekend, I have the privilege of having these two amazing individuals come and just bless so many women. Um, I believe that we're, we have, like you said, we have so many people that talk about it, right? We're, we could talk about something for a long time, but it's what we want to see is people who take action. Um, and we see that throughout, like we have the Brandis who take action, the Pastor Mike that takes action. And we, I, my passion 
is to be filled in a world of people who are action takers, who dream once God gives you the seed, you are not afraid to plant it. You are not afraid to water it. You're not afraid to run with it. Yeah, come um, on. Because you don't know what a seed, if you go to the store and you buy a seed, if you keep it in the packet, then you don't know what it could become. And so I believe that my own calling, my own thing that I'm here to do is to force you to plant your seed, to show you, to empower you, to get those blocks out of your mind and place those seeds yeah. in the ground. And so this, this weekend, we're hosting a brunch for women. It's called Boundless because I believe that, the, you know, when I got the, the theme around this brunch, it was that I believe that, you know, a lot of us will be, we're either bound by trauma or we're stuck in a place in our mind where we feel less than and incapable. But my desire and what I got from that was just like God can take the word bound and put less together and it becomes that you're unstoppable. And so it's not that he doesn't see the trauma. It's not that he doesn't see where you are, your limitations, but he can take those. And I believe that the bridge for where you currently are and where God wants to take you is you trusting in him and believing that he's capable to take what you've been through, where you desire to be and create something dynamic out of that. So that's what that br our brunch this weekend is all about. It's just motivating women to take the seeds in their hands and start planting. Like this is the season that we see harvest from the seeds that you're going to plant. Like you're planting them. You're not going to be afraid of what the ground is going to yield. You're going to plant them. I mean, we're going to trust God that in our planting, in our action, he's faithful to, to make the increase and to cause increase. Oh, that is so powerful. You know, I had an emotional moment just while while we've been doing this because so many of the comments were like, I'm supposed to be an author. I'm supposed to be a life yeah. coach. I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. And they were like making that declaration. And I felt a shift, you know, and I think even while they were just writing it out and declaring it, something began to shift. You know, V1 Church started with 18 people and I moved from Indiana to New York City. And then we, and then four years later, we hit fastest growing church in America category three years in a row. And then I find myself at John Maxwell's house taking pictures of his toilet because I can't believe I'm seeing his bathroom, you know? And it's like, God will, the gift of God will make room for you and bring you before great men. And it's not to glorify you, it's to glorify God. And so I think people watching right now, you might be thinking like, well, who am I? You know, because all three of us have felt that we're like, who am I to do this? Who am I to to dream this way? You know, you, you almost feel like this guilt complex because you have to leave behind. It's like Joseph. It's like to, to actually declare your dream. You're telling your brothers that you might bow down to me. It's like a weird thing. You know, it's like, hey, I might be your pastor. Like, I know I'm your brother. I know I'm your son. Like, I pastor my own mom now. You know, that's weird. You know, it's like she used to whoop me growing up, and now I whoop her <laughs> with the word. <laughs> but it's like sometimes you can have this weird, like, well, who am I? So I want to end the broadcast on this. And I've been spamming the chat with the link for this weekend because I'm going to be there. Um, Brandis is going to be there. Mary's going to be there. We want to see you guys. But Brandis, I want to give you the final word. What do you say to somebody who's like, I know what God put in me. I know the passions. I know the desires. But who am I to even declare that? Who am I to even start it and step into it? Like, how do you break past that guilt complex? Yeah, I dealt with that so much in starting Harlem's Fashion Row. In fact, for the first three years, I didn't even tell people who was behind it. Wow. So I literally moved this 
whole kind of started this whole movement and wouldn't stand up and go, hey, it's 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 me. I'm the founder and CEO. Um, and so I understand what that's like. And so for years, I felt like I would point out people to God and say, God, I think they would be better at this. I think they could do a better job at this. I think they were the right ones to start Harlem's Fashion Row. And then one year something happened and it was really kind of this breakthrough moment for me. I think it was my dad having a stroke. Mm. And that moment for me reminded me that life is short, you know, and that tomorrow isn't promise and next week isn't promise and next year isn't promise and the next decade's not promise. And so I had to own where I was and who I was. And what I was, was an outsider. I wasn't the right person for this, but I was the perfect person to follow God's call into this. And so now what I say to people is that I'm a proud outsider. And I had a meeting um, last year with a luxury brand that we all know and love. And they said, you're not an outsider anymore. You just had this one at your fashion show and Anna Wintour was there. And, then, and I said, yes, I'm still a proud outsider. I just invite everyone to the outside. So I had to get to a place where I wasn't trying to be an insider anymore, but that I was a proud outsider, but I opened the door for everybody to come to the outside. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you're not the right person for this, but you're the perfect person. You're the person who God called. And because of that, you're, it's, it's on you to push this forward. So be a proud outsider. Be a proud outsider. Yes. That honestly, (laughs) Somebody's getting a breakthrough right now. I mean, think about Joseph. Joseph was a Hebrew in in Egyptian culture. Like he was the outsider. And so, but he owned that. And God, I think about that. Moses was adopted. His mother floated him down the night. You know, it's like he came up in Egyptian culture as a Hebrew. You look at how God has constantly used outsiders. And so I love that affirmation. And I felt like you had something to impart to everyone concerning that feeling of like, well, who am I to do this? You know, Mm -hmm. I feel that same way as a pastor. I mean, I'm first generation and I go to the conferences and I look at everybody and they're like, oh, my dad was a pastor and my dad and my grandfather. And I'm like, dude, my dad was a murderer. He went to prison. He died prematurely. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how I got here, but I know that Mm -hmm. when I was adopted by God, I got, you know, I got some new DNA. And I believe that many of you have royal priesthood woven into the fabric of your being. And so here's what I want to do. We're going to pray. Uh, This has been insanely powerful. Like I'm going to have to go back and digest like what God invested. So Mary, I want to, I want to have you pray. But before we do that, if you're like, man, I want more, like I want to hear more. I'm telling you it's going down this weekend. So I hope to see you guys there at at Boundless. Matter of fact, I'll say this. um, I prayed and Mary, I don't know if I told you this. Maybe I did. I prayed and I said, Lord, I, I know this is random, but I feel like being raised by a single mom, I feel like I have something to impart to women. And um, I know we need strong female voices. Mary, you know, I've released, I, I'm always yeah. like raising up 
releasing strong um, women leaders. But I was like, I, and I, I was telling the Lord, I was jokingly telling the Holy Spirit, like, <laughs> I, I want that like T.D. Jakes anointing. Like, you know, he did Woman Thou Art Loose and it actually worked, you know? And, and then all of a sudden Mary's like, you were like, I feel like the Lord wants you to speak at, at this women's event. And I was like, Lord, you are funny. You definitely hurt. <laughs> And I know I told you, I was like, I battled with it for months. I was like, I don't know if I should really ask him to do this because it's a women's event. You don't see me. I was like, I was unsure. So it was good timing. God, it's ordained. And I am more than honored to just have you, the two of you come in and part into people because being, like you said, being a proud outsider and just being where you came from, Pastor Mike, is what is going to push people into the thing that God has given them to birth in this season. So. I guess yeah, you, it's going to be a major. I know something amazing. Stirring. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be major, major. And then, Brandis, I can't wait to give you a hug and see you in person. <laughs> Me either. I'm looking forward to it. I, I feel like you're my spiritual sibling, too. You know, just hearing your story, I was like, OK, I see. I see. So, Mary, why don't you just pray for everybody? I see people in the chat saying I feel chills all over my body right now. They're dropping fire emojis. Um, so can you just pray for them as we as we come to an end. Okay. Lord, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your people. That God, you call the least of us. It's not that we are any sort of better than anybody else, but God, you call us where we are and you equip us where we are. And so God, in everything that we do, our desire is to give you glory. And I pray for the people who are on here who feel the weight of your calling, but the fear of accepting it, oh God, has been overwhelming them. That it is in this season, Lord, that they are going to be so bold, so courageous to say yes to that thing that you are birthing inside of them. Yes to the visions, yes to the dreams, yes to the, to the, to the new ideas, new divine strategies from heaven, that in this season, God, that as many as are listening will no longer be afraid to just say yes, but their yes will be loud, their yes will resonate in this season, that we are waking up, we see women arising, we see kingdompreneurs arising, we see people who are not afraid to step into marketplaces and declare, thus saith the Lord arising. And so God, we thank you for what you are going to do that today, just like you gave to Joseph. So people will rise up with new dreams, new new vision inside of them, and new uh, um, expectation for what you're getting ready to do through them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks so much. This is so powerful. Can't wait to see you guys this weekend. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together every Monday, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there. 
including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com and become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there and I will see you in the next podcast episode.